welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Do you, do you want to talk about how upset you are by that poster? <laughs> yes, get her into it. Get well, right into it. Well, here's the thing. So we've been seeing advertisements for Jurassic World around town, and I've just kind of caught wind of some of these. Because uh, the movie, I think, is out this weekend, right? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. So I think movie- it came out last weekend. It's out last weekend or this weekend? I don't know. It's, it's out. Yeah, the movie's, right now. the movie's out. Um, we have not seen it. I've not seen it. You know, we'll see it, see it at some point. But uh, And I've heard it's really bad. Uh-huh. But uh, it's... there's this, So there's this poster... One of the po- our, one of the promotional materials for the poster is uh, a girl, little girl in bed, and she's being terrorized by a dinosaur. Yeah, the dinosaur. It's like a, I'm assuming it's a Velociraptor. I have no idea. It's a dinosaur, and there's like Creeposaurus. Cl- yeah, it's Creeposaurus. He's got his claw, and he's like the little girl's like trying to hide under her covers, and he's like got the the claw, like he's gonna pull the covers down, or he's coming at her. Like he's yeah, gonna, like he's, he's coming her. at her. And and, and and then it just says, says like Jurassic World or whatever. But then it also says life finds a way. Which is really upsetting. Which is really upsetting because I don't know what that means. Are, are we... In the context of this picture? picture? In the context of this picture. Because that's... I think that's... Because, okay, because life finds a way. Uh-huh. So Jurassic World 2, I think I've been saying it. Yeah, so Jurassic World 2. Whatever. Uh, the picture... It's like, so if life finds a way, that's like... A, line or like a tagline yeah that's what they've point. been saying like in the you know because in the first jurassic park like the very very first one and also in the hello sorry cat uh in the book by michael Crichton, which i read many years ago um that was the whole thing because they're like well don't worry the dinosaurs can't breed we've made them all female uh-huh. and they also gave them amphibian DNA, which amphibians are known to switch sex when there's too many of one. So if it's all like for some reason, let's say a disease w- wipes out all the male frogs. Yeah. Some of them that are left will become male so they can continue to breed. Yeah. So that was the whole point that the dinosaurs are breeding now because they've switched. Some of them have switched sex. And life has found a way. And that's what Jeff Goldblum's character says. He's like, well, life finds a way. Yeah. And it did. And I, that's why this is such a weird tagline for this, like, creepy velociraptor to be like, hello, little girl. Yeah, because it's like, what are we talking about here? Are like, we, is, is are he going to have sex with the girl and create they, they, dino girls? Are we trying to make dino people now? Like, Is that a thing? Is it, is it, is this how the show Why Dinosaurs the, starts? Yes, with, this is uh, exactly how the show Dinosaurs starts, and then it ends very horribly. However, that means all of us who've been cheering for a giant meteor get our wish. Nice. Yeah. R.I.P. us. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> us. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie looks ridiculous, and the, the advertising has just been... Uh, it's like, why is there a house? Yeah, yeah why is there a house? Why is it in a house? I don't even understand. Dino house. Like <laughs> it's dino. the new like. Uh, it's right Jurassic after, house. Jurassic house. It's right after keeping up with the Kardashians on E. <laughs> Actually, yes, that would be. And a good it's show. just it's the Velociraptor and the T Rex just like fighting over who drank the last of the milk. 
dino like, milk? Yeah, just be like, you didn't have to drink the rest of the milk. Like, we could have gone to the store. And Why do they like, sound all Californian? Because that's where they live. Oh. They all, they're all in a house in Calabasas now. Okay. And it's just like, you know, it's kind of like any other reality show. Yeah. Except so. with dinosaurs. I'm also imagining they all wear wigs. Dino wigs. Yes. Yeah. Why, why, am I, why am I just adding dinos to everything? I am. I don't know. Not with comedy today. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, dino burgers. I'm like, shut up. Mm, dino burger. I'd be telling that guy to shut up right now. <laughs> if I was listening to this and I'd be like, oh, that guy sucks. Shut up. Oh, fair. Stop with the, stop with the jokes. Get with the, get with the humor. Speaking of which, uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to uh, a listener uh, who, uh listener, uh, and fellow podcaster Rob uh, Aquaman uh, Rob Kelly from Aquaman Shrine mm-hmm. uh, he mentioned to me that he uh, he likes the show Aww. and he enjoys our, our banter our so, terrible banter our, our, our banter about <laughs> Jurassic Park so sh- yeah, I, I, I feel like we uh, sometimes we really bring it in this part of the show, and sometimes we don't. And then as, sometimes, as we don't. evidenced by today, yeah. Well, you know, we've been, you know, we've been busy. It's been a busy couple oh, of months, man. You know, we uh, we went to it. it oh God, I'm trying to think, we haven't really done anything to the comic book or sci-fi related. You know, stuff. I mean, no, it's just we did like a bunch of stuff. When we were in Denver, and then we got back, and our cat was sick, and that's pretty much all we did. Yeah, I've been worried about the cat all week. Although we did go see Larry King last night. Oh, yes, we did. Our good, another good friend and uh, fellow podcaster Christine Blackburn and her uh, live show Story Smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine hosts the podcast Story Worthy, which is uh, has uh, I think just celebrated its five hundredth episode. I think that's what she said. That's yeah. what she said, and uh, she has been an OG in the podcast game for a long time. Uh, but she has a show, live show here in Hollywood. Basically, it's like a, um, like a lot. Basically, getting you, getting people to tell stories randomly. Mm-hmm. You know, just random stories. She has a wheel. She spins it. Yeah, it's like a. It's a. They've got comedians who get up and tell stories based on like whatever the wheel lands on, and then yeah. you have judges who say like, "Yo, I really liked your story," or "I didn't like that story," or whatever. And then they have one audience member who gets picked at random to come up and tell a story. Yeah, and then somebody wins. Like you tell, there's a one minute story, a two minute story, a three minute story, and there's a bunch of rounds, and then whoever is left standing at the end is the winner. Yeah, and apparently they win cookies. Well, Christine makes them cookies, which is very well, exciting. Well. I, I, th- th- those cookies are they fantastic depends i've never had them well they're famous cookies apparently they're famous co- I, i'm trying to i'm trying to allude to something without alluding to it well, that but. doesn't help me <laughs> they are special cookies oh they're special cookies maybe 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 oh, maybe perhaps special i get you perhaps i don't know. i hope so Maybe they're very special. Man, and now I kind of. I, I have eaten her bakery though, though before, and it is fantastic. Yeah, I will give a give a shout out to her. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I can't. Regardless, they are delicious. Regardless, they are delicious. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, but anyways, one of the the hosts or one of the judges was Larry King. Yep, Larry. The, the this is the thing. So the I, Larry. King. I saw it on this poster, and I I didn't real I didn't realize that I didn't realize he was on there. Because I was just like, oh, we should go see her. You know, I haven't seen seen the show. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in a while. So I was like, oh, we should go to the improv. You know, we'll go see her. Yeah. And honest to goodness, Larry King is there. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Holy shit. It's Larry King. There he is. Larry King. How over old Larry King is. But a million, I think. million year old Larry King yeah. <laughs> is up there cracking wise with uh, on the Hollywood Improv Lab stage, yep. which is an, ex- an extremely intimate uh, stage. No patience, Larry King. Well. None whatsoever. Like, you spin the wheel. He's like, I don't like how long this is taking. And he was just like, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> like, at the end, he was just like, I got to go. Because he's a very busy man. Well, he is Larry King. He's Larry just, King. Does he? He still hosts like something, I have no right? idea what he does. I don't know. It was a, it was a good thing for me to to see. You know, back in the day, I was a huge late night with Conan O'Brien fan, and as anybody knows, they were like obsessed with Conan uh, with Larry on that show. So me and a bunch of my internet friends had this like running joke that I was Larry King. I'm not sure how it started. Yeah, I wonder how that started. I don't remember, but. It was very nice to see myself on stage, uh, to see me, Larry, uh, in lights. It was, it was great. I didn't get to meet Larry King. No, nobody did, because he was like, and I'm gone. He's like, well, just grape juice. Goodbye. Yeah, and he, and he was just like, out. Yeah. yeah, so nobody got to like, get a picture with Larry. Like He would, like literally, like the show ended, and he was just, he had just like vanished. He turned into be Larry King. He, flew <laughs> he just away. did. It was just like he threw like a like a Batman smoke bomb and just like fucking was gone. <laughs> like Batman is like yeah, and exactly. Just, it was just gone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it was a it was a fun night. So you know, it's it's always that's the the beauty of uh, being out here in Hollywood. Sometimes uh-huh. <laughs> you run a, you see the strangest things. It was weird as shit, man. You know, you're sometimes you, sometimes you go into uh, a small room and you're sitting on a stage because we're kind of like sitting we were like, basically on the stage <laughs> so i was on the same stage as very queen very larry king yeah. and i did put my name in the hat to uh to read you so did you i did to, to, to tell a story and then i spent the entire night going why did i put my name in that hat well they didn't pick us i know they didn't but i didn't know if they were going to pick another audience member so i oh, still had yeah. a lot i got of, that like, fear too but at the same like, time i was, I was, like, I was so ready. anxious because i wasn't ready because i was like looking at the topics like oh my god i don't have any stories because i'm the most boring person well, you have stories i have no stories and so i was just like oh my god oh my god the whole time i was just so nervous <laughs> and then towards the end when it became obviously clear uh that they were not going to pull somebody else up out of the audience. That is when I realized I had a couple stories I could probably tell and of felt course. much better about it. But I spent the first 45 minutes stressed out. Well, I was worried that I was going to get picked because there was some stuff on that wheel because there's a bunch of topics on the wheel. And basically, you know, whatever it lands on, you tell a story about. And there's some stuff on there that I had some good stuff for. And there's some stuff I didn't really have the best stuff for. Uh-huh. Like I was really hoping to land on a holiday. It was, if I was up there, I was hoping to land on holidays because I would have told the story about how uh, Benny Higgins got thrown into uh, thrown asshole first into a pile of mirrors on Halloween. <laughs> That's right. Have you ever told that story on the show before? I don't know if you've told on this show before, but I've heard it many a time. But go should, ahead. Should I tell it? it I, sure. No one else. You know what? I think the people deserve to hear this. Well, story. let's put it this way. Like, uh, it's, it, I'll just tell the truncated version because basically Benny had and his brother Jimmy were uh, the Batlin brothers. You know, because they were you know, and I love saying were they the Smash Brothers? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know why they fought so much, but they did. They were well, brothers. Well, they're brothers, and also they were like. <laughs> that's, like that's literally and also here's the, the thing: like Jimmy was, Jimmy would always be a dick because Jimmy would always be like, "Hey, dumbass, you can't do that thing that you're doing. That's you. It's totally fine, but I'm just gonna come and like fuck it up." 
right? Uh-huh. So that's what Jimmy would do. Like, Jimmy, you know, would be like, fucking Betty. You know, and Betty would be like, don't fucking tell me, Jimmy. You know, and they would fight. Yeah. Uh, at one point, we had a f- we had a fight over a magic game of uh, Match of the Gathering. Mm. So we used to play Match of the Gathering, and because uh, Jimmy, you know, Benny's Benny's hot, Benny lived with his mom. I mean, he was like we're in high school, so obviously, uh, Benny lived with his mom, and we had you know the, the upstairs and downstairs, and so it was kind of like the situation I grew up in. You yeah. Know? So. Uh, and Jimmy and his brother Joey lived upstairs, and Benny lived downstairs. But you know, we would go upstairs because that's where the computer was. Uh-huh. That's how I learned about like you know, Lycos, and uh, you know, I learned a lot of things. I learned about the internet there. Oh man! Because Betty had the Betty, before I got the internet. That's where I experienced the internet. I see. And uh, let me tell you, uh, the internet. Oh yeah. Um, but Jimmy and Benny, we always go there and we would play Magic the Gathering or whatever. We just you know fuck around or whatever. And Benny, Benny always would play Get Magic the Gathering uh, wrong. Well, not wrong, but he had. I'll say let's put it this way: for people that uh, play Magic the Gathering, I think like your deck of cards is maybe like sixty cards. Sure. Benny would have like a 200 card deck, like a gigantic deck of just it would just be because I guess there's no rules on how big your deck could be. But it would just be this gigantic deck of green and white cards, okay. which is the, the forests and the plains. And Benny, ben, I mean, Benny knew how to play, but it was just like he would just do things. And Jimmy would be like, look at dumbass, you know. So, uh, you know, so they one time they got into a fight. Uh, you know, so Benny at one well, point wasn't it like they were like cleaning something out, so there was a big pile of mirrors. Well, I haven't got to I'll, I'll tell the oh, well, hang on. I'm telling the story about the magic game now. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'll get to the story <laughs> about, the, about the thing. There's so many stories. Yeah, because now, now, yeah, now I'm sorry. I, I moved on. I'll, I'll, we'll get to the ass with the to the ass mirrors. That's really what the story people want to hear. But the magic, but this is the time. Okay, well, let me just, just let me, continue. Let me continue. Finish. I'm letting you. People finish. like this part of the show. Okay. So, uh, we, so, so Benny and Jimmy were fighting over Magic the Gathering. Benny ate a glass counter. Like, do you give me like these little light, like little glass marbles? Oh, God. And Benny ate one because we were fighting over how many, how many like hits or whatever. And he's like, fine, fuck you. And ate the counter, you know? Uh, and then at some point they got to, it didn't come back, did it? Like a couple games later, you didn't see that counter again. No, no. Benny did tell me though when it passed. Okay, good. <laughs> he heard it. Was it big? Oh, it's like it's like it's like it's like a pe- Mar- pe- pebble like this oh, this big. Okay, continue. Yeah. He, he did hear when it passed though. He's like, hey, hey, I passed the counter, right? Okay, I just didn't know if he went and got it. Like, was like, here it's back. No, uh, that, that, that'd that's be that's something that you know, you know. I don't know. I don't want to put Benny in that. I'm just saying. I'm just, that, I was that, just asking. Like this is a question not, I had. No, he did not do that. Okay. Uh, but no, he. Uh, so they fought, and then uh, Benny tried to flip over the, the the pool table that we would play on, which you can't do because pool tables are heavy. As well, fuck. Benny tried though, and then and then he took a battery and threw it through a wall up there, uh, and that was uh, that was a fight over a magic card game. It's a great uh, story. However, uh, the thing about the Halloween party. So we had a party. Benny's Benny's sister Melissa had a Halloween party and I was there with Benny and his sister and her sister's friends or whatever. And Jimmy's there cause Jimmy didn't have anything to do, you know, cause Jimmy's Jimmy. Cause Jimmy also had like a, like a, uh, 
he had like an Abe Lincoln beard. Okay. Like he always had an Abe Lincoln beard. Even as a child? Pretty much. Like I think like a seven year old with an Abe Lincoln beard. He was kind of like Abe Lincoln constantly. Oh, okay. Uh, fair. You know. And it, it wasn't until he shaved his he, at one point he did shave his beard and he looked like uh uh fat Tim Allen from uh from the from the Santa Claus. Okay. But he most of the time he had a, a beard you know, a beard. We, we somebody called once called it an acne beard. Which okay. is kind of gross, but yeah. Um, <laughs> we so anyway, so something happened. So at some point during the party, like you know, we're all just fucking around or whatever. And at some point, a bunch of Benny, a bunch of friend, a bunch of the kids at the party, and Benny got in the car with a video camera and decided to drive around the neighborhood being stupid mm-hmm. and you know do. Whatever, just being idiots. Right. And Benny was like, uh, you know, and something, this is this is how I remember because it, it, it all kind of happened because I was upstairs or whatever when it was happening. And Benny was, I think we were trying to play Magic the Gathering. Benny was outside and Jimmy, for some reason, Jimmy wanted to be a part of this, these shenanigans or he just didn't want Benny to be a part of it. Okay. For, not for reasons that he he want he just wanted to be he wanted to interject himself for some reason. Okay. So he decided to engage with Benny in the front yard and try to like just argue with him because mm-hmm. Benny was like trying to get into a car, uh, you know whatever. And he's like, I'm trying to get you know. He's like, Oh, I'm going. We're gonna go drive around, you know. And, and so there's a video camera involved, whatever. And Benny and Jimmy are fighting each other, and Benny, bet Jimmy somehow knocked Benny ass first into a pile full of mirrors in the next 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 door neighbors yard. because they were like renovating because somebody was right? next door next door to his house was renovating and so they were like had a bunch of stuff by the curb yeah a bunch of stuff at the curb so they had some mirrors and glass whatever and uh Benny went ass first into the mirrors right and so Benny and then so I and I just got outside just after that moment I just I just after the glass breaks and Benny gets up and he's standing and so Benny says you know Benny, you know, he had big. I just remember because he had. Big, I forgot how he was dressed. He was probably dressed like an asshole. Uh, but he had like because it was Halloween, so he was probably just some stupid. I think I was dressed like an asshole too. I was super colo. I, I took some pajama bottoms and made them into a luchador mask and put some sunglasses over it <laughs> and a hat. Good um, job. Yeah, that was my that was my costume. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But she, uh, she, he, 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 he. I just remember him coming into the yard and just him standing up, being like, ah. My ass is bleeding. I know it. And he's just walking, you know, obviously because he's got a, his ass has got glass in it. And then he's just walking and then there's blood dripping out of his gigantic Jinko jeans. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Because he had the big jeans. Benny used to carry wear jeans that you can carry a yearbook in them. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I remember many a dude who used to wear those pants. Benny would keep a giant stack of CDs and the yeah. and, 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 a, and a series of yearbooks in his pants at yep. any given time. Yep. Uh, high school yearbooks. Uh-huh. So he, uh, but he's like, oh, my ass is bleeding. And Jimmy's just like, you fucking dumbass. What'd you do? But not Jimmy, of course, you know, fucking did it. Who did it. But, Jimmy, and then the, didn't the paramedics have so to then come? Then the paramedics came and Benny's, you know, like just sitting there, ah, oh, you know, which rightfully so, <laughs> you know. And, and it's, uh, so, and so they, so they, they're at some point, 
they put Benny on a gurney on his stomach, and he had a donut on his ass. <laughs> and they're wheeling him into the, wheeling him into. It was like one of those things, like in a movie, yeah. where it's like you just see, like you know, it's like, oh, what happened to Benny? Ah, you know, just <laughs> a, a pantless Benny with a donut on his ass. And the firefighters later, the, the firefighters who we knew, some of we knew later, were like, he had the hairiest ass we've ever seen. Uh, and it was very, fu- and it, it, it was a very funny story uh, for them. <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, I mean, it sucked for Betty because he was like inches away from lo- losing his asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and having a having a bag. Yeah, from being road. from being a bag man. Yeah, you know, ba- ba- being a Clonsby bag man. You yeah. know, but and then and then I remember. So I always remember that image, and also the image of Jimmy hosing off of his uh, Jimmy hosing down the driveway of Betty's ass blood because there was so much of it from his from his Jinko je- pouring out of his Jinko jeans. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, so, so, so imagine me telling that story in front of Larry King. <laughs> and w- I, you probably would have to stop the magic gathering. Oh, I want to cut that part out, but I'm just okay. saying. Like, <laughs> I also want to point out too, because there's some people that maybe listen to the show that play Magic the Gathering too. I also want to point out Benny at one point took a, uh, from what I understand, he took a picture. So him and a, some bunch of, den- a bunch of his denizens went underneath a bridge. Uh, by his house and hung a deer carcass and took a picture of it and then they would use that picture as a card in the Magic the Gathering called Feast of the Fawn. I don't know what it represented, but that's what they would use. That's a great story, babe. Can you make your own magic cards? No, you can't. You can't do any of that stuff. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine you can't you can't I mean no, you can't do any of that. <laughs> You can't you can't take a picture of something and be like this is a uh, twelve mana twelve twelve uh, black mana to you or whatever it is. I can't. God, I haven't played in that long. I don't know but, anything. I uh, never played Magic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, but yeah, there's a, there's there's a few of those stories that are I have for Benny. Uh huh. Benny's a Benny's an interesting cat. Yeah. And he's also he's also the kind of guy who I think we, we we've talked about him before, but he's the kind of guy that like. You're just if you're in Buffalo and you're just walking around, like you'll just see him walking by somewhere, and you'd be like, "Where the hell did you come from?" He's like, "Oh, I was walking around." Yeah, you know? that sounds right. He once was. I was sitting. I'll tell this real quick. I was sitting. This is when I used to live at my parents' house. And I was sitting downstairs in the computer. You know, on the, on the computer. And the computer used to be in the living room in my parents' living room. Uh huh. And that front door was open. Summer front doors open. I'm sitting in front of my computer. Benny walks by in the middle of the fucking night. Hey, Sean! Just yelling from the street. Does your dad have my chainsaw? My dad wasn't home, so I did not know. But apparently, <laughs> my dad had access to Betty's chainsaw, and he was uh, looking for it. I just wonder why Betty had a chainsaw to begin with. Don't ask. You know that's that's really. Let's just let's just leave it at Betty had a chainsaw. Yes. You mean he still might? I don't know. I, I can't. I don't. Know. Benny, I don't know if Benny listens to this podcast. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I would. I would have told that. I would have. I could have just told a bunch of stories about you know Benny on stage. That, that's great. <laughs> and and they're, they're, he'd be like, "This Benny is he still wild?" <laughs> God, Larry King was just like, "I like. I want to fuck this girl, therefore she wins." Well, that's really what happened last night, oh, and it was really, really upsetting. Yeah, he got really hot on her because there was this girl. Because she was like, "I fucked a fireman," and he was like, "Are you still wild?" That, that was his first and, question. And, and everybody was there like, was a, there, was, uh... there was this girl who 
I guess she's a writer out here now, but she used to be a news girl up in Alaska. In Alaska, you know, she's you know a very pretty blonde girl. <laughs> yep. Uh, and she's you know she comes up and tells a bunch of stories about you know the I mean it's it's they're pretty she she had she was pretty engaging. Yeah, and I mean she should have won no matter what. Well, I she think. and she did win, but Larry King the was, thing she she landed on at the beginning was hooking up. Yeah. So the story she told was about. The time she was dating, and they were all in high school, like a guy who was a volunteer firefighter who thought she was sleeping with his best friend, with the, yeah, with his best friend, which she was. So she had to like, and he was like trying to put the fire truck like ladder up to her window to see if like she was fucking the other guy. And so Larry King really liked that story. Larry King. Really was, liked that story. Larry King was all about her. Oh, he uh, was all about yeah, her. He, he wanted she... to make her his ninth wife. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know his current wife? I think his name is Sean. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she spells it like me. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I knew a girl named Michael once. Yeah. No, it's yeah, a, it's a thing. How weird would that have been? Like, hey, my name's Sean. He's like, that's like my wife. <laughs> my wife, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. Uh, but so uh, yeah, let's take a break though. Uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about our book for this week. Hey there, welcome to the Mirror Factory. I'm the foreman, Max Romero, so let me tell you a little bit about what we do here. The Mirror Factory is a podcast where we talk about your favorite passages from novels, novellas, and short stories. Each episode features a different guest, who will tell us a little about the book their passage is from and why it means so much to them. Then that guest will give us a special reading of their favorite passage for our listeners. If you think you'd like to be a guest on the Mirror Factory, drop us a line at Factory Mirror on Twitter, The Mirror Factory on Facebook, or at mirrorfactorypodcast at gmail.com. The Mirror Factory is a proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Time to get back to work. Until next time, read a book. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection ever for a book for this book for this week. Uh, Jen, I, I was also explaining. Yeah, see, Jen. She, he tells me this after the mic's off, and I'm like, you know, I just kind of wish you the mic was on. Betty, so you can keep my, telling uh, another Betty story was that Betty uh, once. I think made his own won't well, made his own maybe he, I don't know okay maybe he didn't make it but somebody made him or somehow he became his mom made him maybe his mom made it maybe he made it I don't know it was I mean if he wore he would wear it to school regularly it was his own prison outfit but it was only it was a top and a bottom but he would wear bright orange a uh, bright big bright orange like shirt and a bright orange pants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he would also wear. He would also to- he also took like one of those like generic black hats and just cut off the brim so he just would wear the that. <laughs> Wait, but why? And he would walk around and then there would just be this uh you know there be there everybody would uh all the guys at the church that were we cuz we used and Benny used to clean up after bingo. Yeah. That's how I made some cash back in a day. Mhm. Uh I got made fun of but I was making cash. Well, yeah, that's all that matters. Some kid, some kid who was there playing bingo with his mom that I went to school with was like, "Hey, you loser!" And I was like, "I'm making money. You're losing, and you're playing bingo with your mom." Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But you know, Benny. Uh, yeah, Benny. Uh, Benny's uh, would wear the hat, and all these guys would be like, all these old dudes would be like, "Hey, are you Jewish? Are you Muslim? You know, whatever." <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "I cut my hand off. I bear the brim, and I wear it. Yeah, and I, oh, I'm a prison. Whatever." So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's how that's how we did it back in the day. Yeah, Benny once ate a goldfish in front of kids after he won it at a church bazaar. 
I feel bad for the fish, but I love the idea of terrifying children. So I'm like you, like like it was one of those things where it's like he's like, hey, look, I want a fish, and you would just eat it. I feel bad for the fish, but at the same time, the screaming children just makes me laugh. Well, usually, the, <laughs> I just the, don't know why. Well, he would, really no, here's the thing. Here's the, thing. the kids probably didn't get because they're like, "Betty, you're stupid," and they would walk away. <laughs> oh, that's too bad because I just imagine like a movie thing where he's just like gulp. The kids are like, "Ah!" And oh I no, just no, laugh. no, kids, kids. You know, Betty would do it. Betty would do that if you. My mother traumatized me. Betty she told do... me the Easter Bunny had been murdered. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> this is what happens. Now I'm just thinking about your mom meeting Benny. Oh no, that wouldn't work very that well. That would be a no. My no, that wouldn't work because because Benny, yeah, it's Benny would do things like because Benny was also in track. Mm-hmm. He was a shot. He was a shot put a discus thrower, <laughs> which it's. I mean, anybody could be a shot put a discus thrower. I mean, it's not either skill involved, but you guys you wanted... didn't have a very big class though. No, we had like two people in our class. Yeah, you guys only had like a hundred and something. Yeah, right? we didn't have shit. Yeah, because like we my, took what we can get. My class, man, we all we had like. 400 and something yeah so you had like options the thing like because I, I i if i didn't want to play football if if i had as big a class as yours i wouldn't feel obligated to play football yeah because it was one of those things where I, I was in such a small class that they were just like if you you if you tried out for football and you weren't an asshole a complete dipshit well it was kind of one of those you'd things you'd make they were it just on the like, team because there was no point we need somewhat big people here sean you're six feet tall you're on the team now well, yeah, That's exactly. literally how that happened. Yeah, I mean, I was big enough. I mean, I I was not a good athlete by any means. You know, I was more <laughs> of like a, I was a sack of garbage. <laughs> yeah, but sack of garbage. oh, I, I don't know. Believe me, as far as football, high school football went, I was a sack of garbage. <laughs> but yeah, I used to. Yeah, we used to have not many people to do all these things. So it was like one of those things where you like you you know you didn't have to fight for airtime. Even in, even the fact that like I I was. In my senior year, I don't think I played. My definitely my junior year because I didn't play at all. Mm-hmm. And I was on varsity, but I but I was on the team. But it was like, well, if I quit the team, who's going to be there in case somebody needs me to be there? You know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to fucking be here though. <laughs> but I had to be there because it was like, oh, those girls got to. Did, did, did in high school did the the, the guys wear the guy the guys were wear their jerseys on like. The, the Friday before the yes. games? Yeah, they also used to have to wear uh, like a shirt and tie under, like underneath. Oh, really? So we didn't do that? Yeah, they had to wear a shirt and tie. Uh, I think only for away games, shirt and tie, with their jerseys over them. Oh, yeah. We yeah, we had like a very... He was a weird guy, uh, the coach. So, Mr. Moose uh-huh. and Mr. Reisinger uh-huh. were our coaches, and they were very strict on that. But yeah, they had to wear like a shirt and tie, and then they had their jerseys on over it see we never we just had to wear shirt and tie where the jerseys basketball team had to wear shirt and tie i wasn't on basketball though yeah but uh shirt and, uh yeah we just had to wear jerseys and then the homecoming would be around and then you would ask a girl to wear the jersey oh yeah there was i don't know if they ever did that i feel like maybe some of the cheerleaders did it but i don't know if it was because it was their boyfriend anyway well i mean that's a thing right but it was always like i don't know didn't matter who i was like if i you know it's kind of like somebody like a girl wearing my jersey it's like me it's like me wearing like a robot robot man shirt because it's like, wow, you're wearing the most obscure player on the team because <laughs> he doesn't do anything. You know, he's just a f- fucking flat footed camel boy running well, down the field. I'll, I'll tell you that if they were supposed to ask girls to wear their jersey, I a was not aware of it and b was never asked. <laughs> not a surprise. You also had a very big school. We had a huge school, a but no one was going to fucking ask my ass. As we know, because I was just the weird girl. So I just ignored most of those people. Yeah, see, I had like 
three girls to ask from. Oh man! So it was like I was like, oh, I, I guess I got to ask a girl, you know, no. for homecoming, you know, because you know all my other friends would be like, we're doing a shot, we got to make this work. Did you, you go to homecoming? Like, the, yeah, you the, had to. I had to do all that shit. Did you go to all the homecomings? Probably from tenth grade on. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe ninth grade. I mean, I didn't. I didn't want to. I mean, ninth grade, I went by myself. Seventh and eighth grade, I didn't do shit. Ninth grade, I went by myself wearing like a dress that somebody lent me, like one of my neighbors lent me uh-huh. from like the eighties. Nice. I've got to find that picture. It's pretty bad. So I went by myself. Tenth grade, I don't think I went. I don't think I went my junior year. I definitely went my senior year because I had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah, yeah. So. I wanted to go to homecoming and I went with Susie because it was her junior year. Yeah. And so we went with like my boyfriend and his friend and it was stupid. Yeah. Homecoming's stupid. And I had, then I had to threaten my boyfriend's, well, I didn't have to. My friend threatened my boyfriend uh, so he would take me to prom because he didn't want to. Yeah. So he ended up taking me to prom and yeah. he hated it. Yeah. Prom were released for me for the homecoming dances. Those were the only ones I did outside. Of, like, that's the only ones I did. Like, there's other dance. There might be other dances. Oh, yeah. I- no, I only did the homecoming one the twice, and then I did prom once. I only went to senior prom. I didn't do junior. I never was asked to go to anybody else's prom, so it was just my senior prom. Yeah. I didn't do shit. Which I went, and I had to pay for the entire thing because my boyfriend didn't want to go. <laughs> Good times. Please leave us on Facebook. <laughs> Ever. Did you go to your prom? Did you go to homecoming? Oh, and, who wore your football jersey? And to make it even worse for prom, uh, because my it was so late by the time my boyfriend finally agreed to take me. Yeah, that uh, n- there was no dresses left. Yeah, like everything was gone. So basically, like I, we went shopping, me and my mom. And every time I would come out, because I was a fat girl anyway, so you know none of those like little tiny styles with like the cutouts is going to work. Yeah. So every single fucking thing I tried on, I'd come out of the the dressing room. My mom would go, oh my God, the boobs, the boobs, go back in there, the boobs, because everything was low cut. Uh And so my tits were everywhere. So finally, the only dress she agreed to was basically a mother of the bride's dress with a bolero jacket because it kind of covered up my tits. It's a very horrifying memory. That would have been a good story to tell from Larry King. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what story, like what it would have fit into, though. High school. Oh, if I got high school, but I did, but you might not have got high school. Bolero jacket. Do you still have it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Are you still wild? You know what? I think my mom still has it in the fucking attic. <laughs> Is your attic still wild? Well, oh, God. You know, I could go on for a while talking about this stuff, I so we, we'll save some for another time. Uh, but let's get into our book for this week. It is Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. Is going to be any further from anything I've talked about so far? I mean, maybe. Kind of magic-y. Ooh, magic. Ooh. Right? You're right. Ooh. Right? No, it okay. fits. All right. I take it back. Uh, Visionaries, Knights of Magical Light, number five from July 1988. And uh, so if you don't know what Visionaries were, uh, Visionaries is this is a Star Comics book. Okay. So Visionaries was a toy line uh, in the late 80s. Didn't last very long at all, but it was around long enough for there to be a cartoon, for there to be toy, obviously the toy line. And then there was uh, a comic book they made, 
You know, there was a very, you know, the, the back it, in the eighties, they would go all in on the. Uh, well, and and this is this is one of those ones where they created the toy and then created the backstory, right? I'm pretty certain. Well, because I mean, there's you know, they did like, that a lot. Like if you, uh, there's this thing on Netflix called the Toys That Made Us. Yeah. Which is like a little docu series on like toys, like He Man or GI Joe, GI Joe or Barbie or Hello Kitty or whatever, and it's really worth watching. It's uh, awesome, especially if you are a child of the '80s, like we are. It's just really great to just hear like, you know, all about these toys and how they were made and and who made them and all that stuff. But He Man is one of those they wanted to, you know, do something in the boys' market. But they didn't know what to do, so they created these action figures. But also at the same time, to sell these action figures, they did a comic book and a TV series. Well, they packed in what they. What, so they what, just like lo- they did everything together at once because at first it was just going to be a comic book. Right. But then the guy was like, "No, we could do TV too." Well, He Man was different. He Man was in the way they did He Man was that they packed in the co- a mini comic with the action figures. So when they sold the figures, the mini comic was there. But then eventually, but it had nothing to do with the actual TV show. It had nothing to do with the show. But then the show came out, and then you know, then there was a, I think there was like a DC book or something. Yeah. And then uh, with GI Joe's another one though, where they uh, basically Hasbro was like, we're going to create these action figures, but we also need some backstory for them because we're going to create this comic book along with it. So they went to Marvel and Larry Hama fucking hit it out of the park and basically created all these characters, mm-hmm. you know, or all these, you know, they, I don't, I've, there's a lot, you know, there's, there's a, a lot, lot going on. Going on. Uh, and, and, and kind of the same thing with, um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, I'm blanking on it now. We Transformers? just talked, Transformers. It's exactly the same thing where they're like, "Hey, come up with a bunch of names and stuff for these characters." Yeah, you know, for this for the American version. For the American trans- version, because they already tra- had like a bunch of them in Japan, but right. they were like, "We got to bring them over here." But and- there was also a lot of it where in in the eighties, where like you would get other action figures lines that would basically just be the whole caboodle with it. Like for instance, yeah, because uh, they were trying to follow the same model, right? Trying to follow the same model, but it was kind of based. I, I mean, I can't remember. Basically, it was like a thing where they would just kind of create them all at once. Like, it was just all together. And Visionaries was one of that. I know Cops, okay. C-O-P-S, which yeah. was another thing, which uh, there I've seen a few of those books around. Uh-huh. And uh, those were, that was a DC series. I know there's a few more that I'm missing. Uh, you know, I mean, it's Star Comics definitely went that route. Uh, Silverhawks, that's another one. So, Air Raiders, what the fuck that is. Thundercat. I mean, Thundercats mm, was a little bit later. It was a little bit earlier than the comic. I don't know. All that stuff tied in. So this is yeah. kind of like the, the heyday of that. Yeah. And visionaries. So real quick, basically, visionaries were a bunch of uh, mystical knights uh-huh. that lived on a – I think they lived on another planet or another universe or something where basically technology has fallen. Yeah, it so, should so, have been. So Twitter's, Twitter doesn't exist. Thank God. What a fantastic place this world is! Yeah, sounds great. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, 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 Twitter doesn't exist. Yeah, technology shit the bed. Technology shit the and bed. And now we're all back to like believing in magic. So now we're believing in like actual magic, not like not Magic the Gathering where Benny's eating your your life counters. Yeah, like literal magic. Literal fucking magic, and it's loosely based on I feel like the Knights of the Round. It is, but it, it's really funny because they, we'll talk about it when we get there, but I feel like one of these people was named specifically to avoid a copyright 
deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, I don't even know if that's copyrighted anymore, but Yeah, we're we're basically we're naming stuff we're naming all sorts of people. But it's yeah. you know, they're basically these knights and there's there's a fa- there's a face division, there's a heel division. Right. You know, and so what the, the gimmicks for these guys were is that they were imbued with these powers. Yeah, they've got these like suits. They got these suits with their basically they're a bunch of these two tone colored suits. You know, sometimes you know, whatever colors they would be. Like on their chest, they have like a holographic yeah. panel that has like, like one of them has like a bear face because this guy has the ability to like transform into a bear. Uh-huh. Somebody has, uh, somebody else has the ability to transform into like a lizard. Yeah. And then another guy was a beetle. Another guy was a yeah. lion. Another but guy was they, a cheetah. And I do remember, cause you said there was another toy that was like this. Supernaturals. See, I remember my friend brother had one toy now whether it was visionary visionary or a supernatural i don't know but it was one of the ones that had like the flat panel with the the um holographic face thing on the center in the chest and i do remember that very clearly but i don't remember which one it was yeah so there was there was because we were hologram crazy back in the 80s it's true. I mean, literally, gem, gem and holograms. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I had we gem. Did that shit. So, uh, but... Which my parents still have in the attic, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I gotta go get them. Your attic is wild. It sure is. <laughs> At least I think they're still up there. I hope my mom didn't get rid of them. <laughs> right next to that bolero jacket. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, but yeah, basically they, so, so basically they're imbued with these powers to, you know, and each of these animals had this, you know, they could turn into these animals and like have the abilities of the animals, but they can also at some, somehow have the abilities that represented these animals. So like, for instance, this guy, uh, cryotech, which, which in the, go ahead. So the, the idea that his name is cryotech and that like technology doesn't fucking exist anymore. I was just like, really? <laughs> maybe he was born before the technology yeah but he doesn't have any maybe, freezy powers whatever sure maybe maybe his parents ran one of those uh those deep freeze places that joe rogan goes to oh what the freeze the fat off you places no not the freeze like the thing you, <laughs> you know I mean, that's a thing joe rogan ain't going to freeze fat but those are that's an actual I, I know thing. that, but I'm saying, but there's those things where you walk into like one of those freezy chambers and you're like, holy shit, I'm so fucking energized. I but can that's go exactly right, the, go tie or it's something. It's the same fucking thing. It just freezes the fat off you. You go stand in the thing and you freeze and you get thin. Sure. Apparently. The fucking cryo chambers. Yeah, maybe his parents owned a cryo chamber and that was the name that they had. They were cryotech. Jim and Diane cryo, cryotech. And they named Mary and son, Diane cryotech. Named, that, was, that, named, was my, that, was my, that was my parents' name. They, named they, their son cryotech cryotech? Yes. <laughs> I'm disappointed my last name isn't cryotech. Man. <laughs> I mean, say, Sean a, cryotech. Ooh, sh- cryotech, Sean. <laughs> I mean, you could probably spell it a certain way that, you know, it sounds Polish. Uh, I mean, K-R-Y. I was going to say, put a Z in there. E-Z-C-H. Yeah, put a couple Z's in Cryotech. there. Cryotech. I would just name my name. I would just change my name to Cryotech. Uh, I mean, why not? Like, one name. I'd be like, fucking shit. I mean, you still could. I still can't. I, I mean, mean, really, this that we could be Jen and Cryotech in the Worst Collection Ever podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hi. I'm hi. Just... I'm Cryotech. I'm Jen. <laughs> I'm Jen, and I'm Cryotech. And this is worst collection ever. <laughs> do I have to call you like C or something? Like do I have CT? To... Oh, C. <laughs> what up, CT? What up, CT? <laughs> My uh, please uh, give me space in this time where I try to adjust to my husband's new name. 
uh, cryotech. <laughs> this is an adjustment for all of us, and I asked for privacy. I didn't realize he was going to change his name to cryotech, but he did. Cryotech Merrick. Cryotech. Does that mean I have to change my name too? Do you I can have change to like, wherever you want? Do I have to switch the hyphen it? No, because that's so my I'm first a, name. So, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were just like your name was going to be Sean Cryotech, but then you were changing it to Cryotech, like the warrior. <laughs> Now you're just gonna have one name. Well, that's true because Dana, because his wife changed his name warrior. to Dana Warrior. Yeah, her name's the Warrior. Because was his first name Ultimate? No, his he just changed his name to Warrior. So she was Dana Warrior. She was Dana Warrior, and his daughters are Daughter Warrior, or whatever, whatever their the names fuck are. their names are. Yeah, yeah. Cryotech Gen- Warrior. Gen- Gen- Cryotech Warrior. <laughs> I need my son Cryotech. <laughs> my daughter Cryotech. I'm Cryotech also racist. I yeah. couldn't be bored. James Helwig's kid. Well, because they did have to deal with a really racist parent. <laughs> a deceased racist parent. A deceased racist parent. <laughs> R.I.P. Ultimate Warrior. Except not your racism. That's okay. You, we're happy that's dead. That part could be dead. <laughs> not you. If you. If your racism just died and you lived on, that'd be awesome. Can you imagine alas. every Hall of Fame being like, "Here comes uh, to accept to to present the the, the Warrior Award, <laughs> the ultimate, whatever the fuck they call it, the Warrior." Yeah, it's the Warrior Award. We got the fucking Cryotech Warrior coming. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why can't that guy be a wrestler? I just show up, just fucking, I just be covered in dry ice all the time. Yeah, who was the one at the Hall of Fame where Vince, you could just see, like, you could. Practically hear Vince's Oh, that was Bowler, uh, Rude's son. Like, just whacking the fucking microphone in the yeah, background he, he, because he was, like, a huge fucking dude. He was kind of a hunk. He was a Yeah. Dude. Well, he was a big old dude. He was, like, gigantic, and you could just basically hear Vince McMahon popping a boner, like, just, throughout just, the just entire McMahon. thing. Basically, what, at one point, they had to turn down the noise, turn down the mics for the audience because you just hear Vince McMahon in the back going, I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> so. That guy could be Cryotech Warrior. <laughs> Tully, will you please? How okay. about you stop? I'm gonna put you in cryotech, Tully. Uh, so, anyways, leave the, my the shit vision, alone. Okay, so real quick, so so, so getting, so we're already 47 minutes and we haven't talked oh. about a single page of this comic. <laughs> oh yeah, we should probably do that. That's fine though. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, just real quick though, basically they had these holograms on their chest, and then they also had these little staffs, like these little like banner staffs that they would mm-hmm. you know have the mm-hmm. thing on. And they really... did the other one have a staff? The other toy? Which toy? The other toy that would no. like this one. Oh, so he did have a visionary because that one it had a staff. Okay, I I'll show you the other ones. The, the the supernaturals are different. They were just body holograms. No, this was a little that it was this. It had the, the yeah, thing had in the chest, and he had a staff. They had a staff. Okay, so they had the staff, and then they would they they'd recite a poem, and then it's a, that's what allowed them to do whatever it is that they were doing with their powers or whatever. Okay. So you know, so that's that's how it goes. So and there's a face division and there's a heel division. So mm-hmm, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So on the cover we have. Uh, the aforementioned cryotech turning into a bear, yes. a green bear. Yes. And he is fighting off a bunch of uh, what appears to be like a warrior tribe, not not the Dana warrior, no. but uh <coughs> um just like, you know, warriors. Yeah, a bunch of bunch of uh, you know, guys with spears and stuff and you know, it's a brawl and then and you know, yeah, that's it. So, the story of this the story is uh the quest of the four talismans, which 
This is basically just like the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> kind of. Actually, you know what? You're right. It's exactly what this is. I was like, uh-huh. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, we have the... Uh, oh, God. What the fuck are they called? The Knights of Good or whatever. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what their names are. They're the are. good guys. I forget what their names are. Yeah, but there's so, a bunch of them. Like, they're hanging out in their place, their lair or whatever. And all of a sudden, their fire gets big. And they're like, oh, my God, it's huge. Wait, there's like a face forming in the flames. Yeah. I was like, you know, so we got, uh, I think, Galadria. She's the chick. Yeah. And then there's Leoric, who is uh, the the dude with the mustache here. And then there's Cryotech. And then there's uh, Dipshit. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I don't know. We don't forget his name. So uh, we have the wizard Merklin. (laughs) This is what I mean. But I was like, Uh. what? I'm just like, wizard Merkin? Merkin? <laughs> is he Mervin's? Ooh, a department no, store. You know what the thing is? Is This, to me, like, when I read that his name was Merklin, and I just <laughs> want to call him Merkin the entire time. You might as well. Which, honest to God, is just like, if it's like something that the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race would come up with, if they were like, the mini challenges to, like, create your own magical character, <laughs> somebody would be like, I'm Wizard Merklin, and I'm the Sorceress Twerklin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> like, Is there going to be a Visionaries-themed episode of Drag Race There soon? better be. I would like that. It'd be like, what is your inner whatever? And they would have, like, holograms. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd watch Drag Race every fucking week if they did that. I do watch Drag Race. You're already in. I'm already in. If we're doing a visionary scene episode, I'm in. That's how you get get my market. You did watch the wrestling-themed episode of Drag Race. It's an excellent episode. It's probably (laughs) one of the best wrestling-themed episodes I've ever seen. I'm not lying. (laughs) I'm not lying. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Because drag queens and wrestlers are pretty much the same thing. They are. It's the same thing. It's It's literally the same thing. Don't at me. Uh, Uh, Yeah, no, it's the same thing. So basically, so Merk, Merk. Merk, Merkin, Merkin is like, look, uh, I need you to come wig. to this mountain because there's a bunch Wizard of Wizard pubic wig. <laughs> I need you to come to this mountain uh, and I'm so oh, many. Yeah. He's like, I got to tell you guys a bunch of stuff. So come to my mountain. And yeah, they're come like, to my house. I talk hey, to you. we're already on the phone. How about you tell us now? And he goes, nah. No. <laughs> you actually have He's to like, come to my stupid mountain. Few things here. So these are the <laughs> oh, sorry. These are the spectral knights. The good guys uh, are the spectral knights, and the bad guys are the darkling lords. Okay. Okay. So uh, I do. There's this one sli- uh, line here where yeah. So because they're, they're like, hey, tell us what you want. Yeah, we're already on the phone. Well, they go. Well, they go. Well, I think it's like Leoric's like, look, we are not slaves, Merkin. We do what we want by free choice, and then. Merkin's like in this life only gods and fools are the truly free to choose. Okay. I was like, what does that mean? I don't know. Something weird. So with only. Merkin. So 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 if you're a god, you are you have free will, but you're also an idiot. I don't know how it works. How do how do they feel about that Rush song, Free Will? Uh, you know, if what? you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. <laughs> but they, but they don't. Uh, they haven't heard it because technology shit the bed. Oh, did they get MP3s? Yeah. So uh, prob- there's probably like a bard wandering around, like singing that Rush song, being like to sing the song of the ancients, and he's just like playing it on like one of those like lutes or whatever. Oh, I hope that guy's name is Napster. But he, yeah, his name's Napster. But he just <laughs> hasn't. The bard. He hasn't made it over here yet because you just have to walk around. So. So it's not like you know going on YouTube. Well, there's no cars. Or it's anything. a very very slow version of YouTube. It's called uh, Merkin Tube. Yeah, Whatever. it's called Napster Tube. Napster Tube. <laughs> so. Um, so they walk all the fuck way to this mountain where there's a giant door, like an excessively large door. That's a very big door. Uh, and they run into the knights that they're 
in battle I think, with. I think drag queens would definitely get it because there's a lot of gaudiness in this. I'm telling you, it's very campy. Um, so they run into the Dark Lord guys who Dark, are there. Darkling lords. And they're Just like... Dark lords. Yeah, and they're like, hey, what are you guys doing here? We all hate you. And they're like, well, Merkin asked us to be here. And so that's when his face, like, pops out of a rock. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, another phone call. Uh, I have to tell you about the Infinity Stones. I mean, elemental crystals. Yeah. And there's four of them. And they're all like, yeah, they all have this tremendous magical power. And you have uh, to get them all, like Pokemon. Yeah. We're not going to put them in a gauntlet. Elemental crystals yet. go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe We they... don't have phones because there's no technology. Right. So you cannot get the app. You can't. Yeah, you can't get the locator app. Find my elemental crystal app. So he's like, you got to find these crystals. Merkin's just inside there just fucking playing like Mario Kart. That's pretty much what he's doing. And they're like, okay. And then like everybody, there's, who is this guy on the end thinking? Because he's like, Merkin, why would you tell us this? Because now I want all this power for myself. Oh, so this is, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Dark. Dark Lord. Dark Dark Storm. Dark Storm. Much better name than anybody else. He's the lead heel. Good name. He uh, is like. He's like, yo, why you tell? He's like, yo, they told us about this. Now I want like all the power. Yeah, and if I, it's crazy. I'm but... gonna get my own Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So basically, he's like, go, 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 get him. And so they start. They're, and so they're kind of like, oh, he sounded kind of weak. You know, Marlon sounded kind of weak. Yeah. Found out later that you know he's. Oh well, got they're problems. like he sounded kind of weak. But before he leaves, like the girls, there's two women. There's one darkling lord lady and then there's gladriel who's on the other side Gal- galadria and uh virulina sure and they're like uh merlin just quick question in the back before you leave <laughs> yeah. um so all the dudes you like gave them a shit ton of power could we possibly also have an equal amount of power uh basically pay us the same and he's like you know what that's a really good point so for the very first time in all of history, asking for equal pay got equal pay. It's and a these, very progressive comic. It really is. And he's like, all right. So he zaps both of them with his eyes. The the Bush era must have hated this book. Oh, yeah. The Bush administration. So he like, like this is not going to do vision. We'll talk about it later. But this is a very progressive comic. Um, it. Um, so he zaps both of them with their eyes and Gladriel gets like the power to like heal people because she has like a compassionate heart or something. Mm-hmm. And then the other chick, I'm just going to call her V because she never shows back up again. Uh, she hates everything. So therefore she gets the ability to make everything, everyone she hates sick. Yep. And I'm like, can I have that power? Yeah, can, can, like can, can, that's can fucking that great. Yeah, how, do, how do I do that? If, if I'm just, can I just be like form of mild stomach discomfort? Like <laughs> form of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Form like... of hangnail. <laughs> form of shingles. Like Ooh, shingles. Ew, gross. <laughs> but like how? Like like that's a much better power. Oh God! Yeah, I'd be watching out for this chick. This chick, yeah. this chick, this chick, why wouldn't this chick just be like all of a sudden be like, "All right, fine, scabies, everybody," yeah. and then now she's like, "Give me those stones." Exactly. Goodbye. Everyone has migraines. Everybody, everybody has crippling migraines. Everybody has crippling migraines. I, I give it everybody Crohn's now. disease. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> You'll get better. <laughs> but there's like, no technology, so we can't find out those pills that you need on those TV shows. Well, maybe she just has to follow along. The other one follows along behind her and like 
her cures you of your migraine. Yeah, she's just walking. She's like sick, healed, sick, healed, sick, healed. <laughs> so, so yeah. So they finally get their own little power and their own little shield. Yeah, they had yeah because they didn't have like weapons, like shield things before. They didn't have like staffs. So she's yeah. like, well, yo, how about some shields? Yeah. Which, honestly, those shields are much cooler than those staffs because you got to oh, carry around uh, with staffs. Yeah. These are just like you know the, the ladies. Ladies got the good deal. Yeah, they really did. Those shields look fucking cool. They're way cooler than the staffs. I am confused because I like, I kind of I can't necessarily understand because here's the thing: they didn't actually make toys of these girls. I'm sure they didn't. No, they, I think well, the, the the line didn't last long enough. That's for them the to thing. Make toys. Had they lasted long, had they la- had it lasted, you would have gotten you know, you know lady and lady toys. Yeah, yeah. But she has. So Galadriel has a dolphin on her chest, mm-hmm. but I can't tell what the V has. I don't know. And she's like the really the picture of her where she's the biggest, like her back is to us. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So Merlin's like, all right, find my shit. And he disappears. Yeah. Find my shit. And he's like, uh, right. and then so what's his face gets into it with that evil night guy. Well, Cryotex like because because basically he's like uh, Lyric's like, yo. Uh, dark storm let's like chill and just like do this so we can help out this this old dude that yeah. we both know and he's like nah nah man fuck off i'm gonna go we're gonna go do our thing you do your thing and yeah then, and then like the bear guy is just like i'm gonna fuck you up and then gladriel's like dude calm down and he's like oh the bear inside me I'm, he's having problems like yeah, he feels like he's becoming less human he's becoming bear man uh, so then we just cut to this random part where Merlin, Merkin is just talking to himself. Merkin's like, like, Merkin's like, I, I don't... need these things, and oh no, and blah, and nobody cares really. Yeah, you need these rocks because I'm not feeling well, and you know, I'm gonna get, to, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die, and I should maybe just have that girl come in and heal me. But yeah, I can't. Well, that probably would have worked. But whatever, I want my Infinity Stones. Yeah. So now we're following uh, Galadria and uh, Cryotech, and they're walking. They're, they're on a horse. They're on a horse. And they have, like, a glowy ball that is supposed to, like, lead them to these stones. Yeah. And Galadriel is like, it's a girl. And Cryotech's like, it's not a girl. It's glowing, glowing light. This is fucking stupid. Why are you fucking stupid? And so then we cut to the evil knights. The the, the, the Darkling Lords. The Darkling Lords. They have, like, a, a flying lizard. Yeah. And they have basically the exact same conversation. Yeah. Except they think that their thing is a dude. Yeah, we have. And they're like, shut up, dude. It's not a man. What the fuck wrong with you? Basically, it's the exact same conversation. We have Recon and Cravex. Sure. And so. I probably had one of these guys. I definitely had one of the, the guy that had a cheetah on his chest. Anyways. Yeah. So, like, they camp by a lake and they notice that there is campfire across the lake. So, one of the evil lords turns into, like, a lizard. And he goes and checks it out. And he goes and checks it out. And he sees, like, Gladriel and Cryotech kind of getting a little friendly. Because there's definitely, like, he's giving her a look. Well, he's... he gives the, Look at him giving her a look. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's giving her... He, he made some soup. He made some soup. He's like, you want some Because he's like... Because like, he, they're sitting there, and, you know, they're cook, he's cooking whatever. Soup. Soup. And he's like... And she's Sadness. like, she's like, oh, man. You know, she's like, oh, man, Cryotech, I didn't know... You knew how to cook because I figured you knew how to freeze Joe Rogan. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, I'm full of surprises." Yeah, and he's like, "Why don't you?" Ta-? Like, and he and literally says, like, "Take a taste." I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh man, what am I going to tell him when this thing sucks? Men's egos are so fragile." And then she tries it, and she's like, "Oh, it's actually really good." And then their faces are all close, and they're like looking at each other, so you can tell that they're gonna. I told you, Galadria. Once you get to know me, I'm full of surprises. They're, there's going to be banging for these two, but and not, come not today. <laughs> God. <laughs> surprise i'm full of surprises and come is that what you said 
Yeah, that's what he said. Man, why wasn't that your pickup line when you came to talk out and talked to me for the first time? Hey, you know me. I'm full of surprises. And come. <laughs> Ew. So gross. It's funny. So there says that they're having a um, nap, and then uh, just as they're having a nap, then... A uh, giant stapler comes out of the water. <laughs> yeah, it is a giant it's stapler. A, it's a stapler. It's supposed to be like a dagger machine or something, I or know. the dagger assault, but it looks like... It does look it like looks, a giant stapler. It looks like a You're giant right. stapler. It just appears You're right. and starts like blowing up their little camp, and Ow. so they run, and he's like, ha-ha, like, they're not going to get away from me, and then all of a sudden, like, this tribe attacks the stapler. Yeah. The tribe, aforementioned tribe from the cover. And so as they're getting attacked, uh, what's his face? Cravex, I think, uses his magical totem to induce fear. Yeah, that's what he does. He uses fear, you know, because his thing is fear. And so he's like, yo, you're all afraid. But it turns out it also works on his buddy that's driving, driving this machine. And he gets scared. Yeah. And then they drive. he drives away. And so, you know, so they, they kind of like retreat mistakenly. Yeah. So now we get to meet these this tribe, and this is whatever they're just on. There's these just these. It's just it, a it, tribe. It's like, it's like a tribe that just is living, you know, figuring their way out after the the Twitter went down. Yeah, after Twitter went down, these people live here, and this is basically like they're like, man, I know there's like nobody had any food and everybody was starving, but we did. We have to defend this tree, which we call the God Tree, because uh, I got mine. Fuck everybody else. Right. It's basically the philosophy of this tribe because they're like, well, we can't share with anybody. Yeah, because we don't want everybody fucking it up because, you know, because, yeah. yeah. you know, look what happened already. Yeah. And he's like, we can't we can't share. Uh, and Gladriel is just not having this. Well, that's kind of, you know, because they're trying to figure out like, hey, shouldn't we all like try to help? You, you can all, we help, should all us? help each other because we're all connected. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah. like, literally, we're all responsible for our other human beings. And he's like, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, so it's just basically our current political climate played out in a comic <laughs> book. Uh, oh, maybe the Trumps did. I mean, maybe the the, uh, the the Bushes did like this. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't because the 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 tribe learns a lesson at the end. Oh yeah, nobody learns. Nobody, nobody learns, learns anything that. in our current Back life. Um, so at, at, yeah. what happened is the one of the stones is like embedded in this tree. Yeah, the earth stone. And that's what's making this like this valley like very fertile and stuff. And Gladriel's like, well, what if we need that stone? Like, what if we asked for it? Obviously, no one's going to give it to her. So I don't really know what the fuck her point is here. Yeah, she's like, she's like let's say that I needed somebody it. named uh, Baladria <laughs> needed that. If she were to come here and ask you for it, what would you say? Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. We'll kill them and right. we'll kill you. Yeah. Because eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> So. And so they're like, okay, hold on. Let and everybody's like, you're spies, you know, fuck you, fuck you. And they're like, how about we just all calm down? We'll go in this house and we'll sit here and talk about it. So like Gladriel and Cryotech are like sitting around and they're like, what are we going to do? We got to like steal this thing. Yeah. Cause like we need it. Cause the, the, the because, old guy that because we the talk, old guy, the old guy wants it. So let's go. Get so it. we have to obviously steal this thing from these people, which that's not the right thing to do either. Um, so they're all like the whole village is outside, like doing a thing. Well, they're outside. So what happens is the the, the leader of this guy, leader of the village, comes in. And he's like, "Yo, uh, 
come on outside with us because we figured out we'll, we, we have to talk and we have to, we, we got to figure out what's going on. Plus, there's somebody here. Yeah. And so, but real quick before we get to that, I want to point out: Did you look at this? Did you look at this ad? No. With the snake. What's with the snake? Okay, so actually, look at. It. Tell me, do you think that's Photoshop? I think that is Photoshop. Early Photoshop. Or really, nineteen eighty-eight Photoshop, right? No, I think that might be. Do real. you think that's legit? Okay, so what we have? It might be a fake snake, though. Do you, do you think that's a fake snake? That looks pretty real. Maybe to me. it's one, two, three contact. Yeah. It might not be. I don't know. I don't or think three, it's... 321 Contact. Oh, 321 Contact. Um, I think it's probably a real snake. It might be fake for the... Like, they might be holding a fake snake, but I don't know. Maybe they're holding a fake snake and they... Because and those hands look fake. Well, I think it's a very, like... They put it on a like green screen. This one screen. got a farmer tan right here. Yeah, they put it on a green screen, I think, and, like... Yeah, because basically you have a bunch of kids of uh, of descending height lined up against each other, and they're holding a giant boa constrictor. Yeah, and it's for the show Three Two One Contact, which used to be like on PBS. Oh yeah, and I remember shit. it. And uh, but I do like this tagline: it "says Don't be furious, get curious." Ha! Because have you ever been bothered by? Have you ever been bothered because you didn't understand how something worked? It's like you get mad. Like, I'm, I'm like, so angry. So angry that I don't know I don't microwaves. I don't understand electricity. Ah, Let me hold the snake. I'm going to hold the snake until I figure it out. <laughs> Come on, snake. Tell me how this works. <laughs> so anyway, so we get to the we get outside and uh, Recon and Cravex. Cravex so, sounds like a, uh, like a weight loss. It sounds like drug. a weight loss or it sounds like a herpes medication. Maybe both. It could also be both. Treat your herpes and lose weight. Yeah. Ooh, how about that? <laughs> Two for one, guys. Man, those people with herpes getting all the good drugs. <laughs> it's like that Simpsons where it's like, oh, look at him using the uh, the ventilator to breathe. And here I am using my old lungs like a sucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so they're like, hey, you know, so the bad guys are out there and they're like, hey, we just told this tribe that you're a bunch of schmucks. So, and yet you want, you came to steal this stone. And so they're going to like. Cryotech's like, fuck nah, you. man. And Cryotech's like, well, I've had enough of your nonsense. I'm a bear now. Yeah, he becomes a bear. And then. The... And then he's like, rawr. And he starts like fighting. And, and then, then, you know, then but Cravex turns on the fear juice and everybody's yeah. fighting each other. Everybody starts fighting and there's like a big fire right by the tree. Yeah. So as that's happening, uh, the bad guys. One, are one of the to bad steal guys, them. I don't know which one. That's Cravex. Cravex grabs the stone out of the tree, uh, and Galadriel's like, hey, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Which I like that this comic has come up with a way to have somebody get the stone without having the good guys be the one to steal it. Yeah. 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 So um it's clever. Yeah. So they come up and, and he's like, ah, oh, screw you, Gladriel. And he hits her on the head with it. Like, well, no, it's, what a happens fucking, is, like it's a no, fucking wrestling gimmick. No, what happened? I think it's almost like an accident, though, because they're so like Recon is holding up Cravex to get the stone. She goes and like fucking karate kicks Recon. Cravex falls off and hits her and appears to look hits her in the head with it. Like she's like she like he's hitting her with a chair. Yeah. You know, with this thing and knocks her ass out. And so, so he's like, so she's like absolutely unconscious at the bottom of this tree, which is now on fire. Yeah, and so the guy, bad guys leave, and then you know, Reco- uh, uh, Cryotech's like, ah, I'm a bear. Fuck off. Fuck yeah, everybody. he's like, I'm having a problem even thinking like a human anymore. I am so much a monster. But then he looks and he sees. Glad you're laying at the bottom of this. So what he does uh, is he turns back into human form, and he's like. 
I, I do like this picture, this panel there at the bottom, though, where his arms spread out, where he just, like, looks like he's, like, screaming at somebody who's, like, backing up their car. <laughs> where he's like, don't park here! <laughs> just don't! No! Like, he's trying to, like, wave his arms to, like, make whoever I'm standing here because I Dude, I'm this holding space. this space, man! Like, it, that's exactly what it You're looks like. You're not gonna be able to fit that here! <laughs> Your truck doesn't fit, bro! You're not gonna fit! Why are you trying to do this? Yeah. Ugh. Was this filmed out here? Was this written out here? Uh, yes. Was this was this, was this, was this, was this one of my Frankenstein's where he almost fought that woman? Yeah. <laughs> you told that story before, I think, on the show, right? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. I did. And I was very, very proud of myself that I did not get... I got really angry, but I, I contained my anger. You sure did. I was so proud of me. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, I... Since I am Bear Man, uh, I can also, like, call on the power because, you know, the other guy's using the fear stick, but he's not turning into anything. Like, yeah. He's not turning into, like, a, I think a mollusk or whatever the fuck it is he turns a into. A mollusk. Yeah, one of the guys turns into a mollusk. What good does that do? He can slime around. I think maybe the other, I think Cravex turns into a dragon? I don't think. Wait, know. isn't a mollusk just like a, a, like a fucking, like a clam? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like an evil clam. What fucking good does that do? I, I kind of like the girl. Like, she can change into a dolphin on land. What good does this do? <laughs> she just turns into a dolphin. She's like, eh, eh. Yeah, and it doesn't go dead. anywhere. That's like a mollusk. You're like, and I'm in a forest, and I'm a fucking clam. Yeah. So he, uh, so he's like, yo, I can be strong like this bear. So he does like basically like a full Hulk thunderclap. Yeah. And just like kind of put uses that to put the fire out. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, glad you'll come back to love. Or something. Is that what he says? He says something about love. Bleed. Oh, yeah, he does. He says, because Galadriel's by the tree, and she's like, oh, no, she inhaled too much smoke. Uh, breathe, Galadriel, and the name of love, breathe. And she does come and back. She goes, to- did somebody say love? And she's like, eh, you know, and so. And, it, and it's like that song from the Karate Kid starts playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Cetera shows yeah, up. Yeah, he starts showing up and just sings through the rest of this like comic it. book. Like, oh, man, I'd be up for that. <laughs> Ooh, give me the power of Peter Cetera. Yeah, can I have that? Can I can I, can I, ha- can I have a hologram of Peter Sotero on my chest? <laughs> and like just I just you you're like form of awesome ballad, <laughs> form of power ballads. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then uh, they're like, "Yo, uh, they took our stone and uh, you know everything." So the leader of the tribe's like, "Yo, they took our stone and everything sucks." Yeah, and she's and, and then then the girls like he's like he's like, "Yo." what you were telling us like we were wrong he's like we were, we were wrong about you perhaps those others were our true enemies i see that now but what not what what but will knowledge heal our pain because also you know it's our because our, i just re- i'm just noticing this now like our tribe is also full with like a bunch of people that are just wrapped up like randomly yeah like they have a bunch of like ailments yeah those, i think a lot of them also got wounded during this scuffle I guess. Um, so Gladriel heals them all. Yeah, because she's like, oh, oh, I can heal you because I have the power of the dolphin. Yeah, because so you know, she got that power. So she heals them, but she's also like, hey, your tribe is going to struggle now because you no longer have this jewel. But instead of like turning your back on the people who, on outsiders, you know, work with them, work together with these people because you are all one and like everybody's interconnected and, and you'll have a much happier, healthier life. If you guys work together to, you know, prosper and bring each other up and basically like, Hey, have a nice equal society where you don't fuck everybody over. Yeah. Instead of like building a wall, like, you know, extend your hand. Yeah. 
And and he's like, yeah, you're right, Gladriel. And you're like, wow, only in fiction do people learn that lesson. That's yeah, cool. No kidding. Uh, yeah, so, he, he heals this guy's rotator cuff. Yeah, he she like heals everybody, and everybody's happy. And the tree is no longer burned, uh, even though it no longer has the stone. So they have to like now go find the stone. Yeah, and so she kind of like she gets weak doing it, and then yeah, and that's when like Cryotech's like, oh no, you're so weak. And she's like, is that a tear in your eye, bear man? And he's like. Like, one day we will have bear woman sex. But <laughs> today is not that day. <laughs> bear dolphin Bear sex. dolphin fuck. It's going to be real fucking oh, weird. Babe, let me tell you. It's going to be so fucking weird, man. The fanfic for this series oh, is out of control. It is out of control. If there's any visionaries fanfic out, for, out there, it is probably very... Uh, bear dolphin th- fucking. Th- there's a lot of, it's very BoJack Horseman. You got horses fucking owls. You got bears fucking dolphins. Oh, man. All sorts of shit going oh, on. Yeah. So he's like, yo, yeah. She's like, yo, go ahead and you know, get to figure shit out. You tribes people and we're going to have to go and find these talismans. And next time we see each other or it's basically it's like next time we see the 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 knights, the, the, the darkling lords, we'll, uh, we'll fuck them up. And that's it. That's it. There's no letters page. I like this creepy picture of, of a puppet, uh, Miss Piggy and... Uh, oh, yeah, Miss Piggy and Kermit, Kermit. And then there's, like, a kid, like, playing a... Well, what's creepy about... What I think is creepy is so the kids... That looks the like f- that kid's legs are fake. Yeah, the kid's in the foreground with his fake legs sitting playing <laughs> a... Uh, playing a, uh, a, a shitball Casio yeah. thing at Muppet's Casio keyboard. And then in the background is... Would appear who appear to be like coming towards him dancing, are uh are, are dressed up uh, Miss Miss Piggy and Kermit. Yeah, I don't understand. And the kid's just kind of looking off in the distance, like it's it's with a bad haircut. Can we just I'm say? gonna take a picture of this because this is this it's is, horrifying. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's make sure people know. Uh, but that's how uh, that's how that book that's ends. It. Yeah, would you want to read the next issue of Visionaries? You know, I Knights would. of Magical Light. I would actually. Yeah. I didn't mind this at all. I think it's uh, it's silly, but I appreciate it. I'll have to track down the rest of the episode. Uh, I'm sure there's only like four more books. Oh yeah, this this this, this could even be the last one for all we know. It's not, <laughs> but it does pretty much end. I think like episode issue eight or something. Yeah, it's it can't be that many. They basically they got to the point where the the toys weren't doing what it was. Yeah, and, the and then they pulled it, it and, and they're just like fuck it. Yeah, you know. And no, but I would totally read these, especially since I know that there's only like eight of them. It wouldn't take me that long to read. Yeah, no, I got to track these down. So, uh, so. And we got this. You, you did get this at Second and Charles. I did. Yeah, this is another one. Yeah, you could, you, did. You can, uh, you can track down some of these uh, random, some of these '80s toy uh, adaptations aren't terrible. I mean, they're not. A lot of them aren't great, but like the expanded universe versions of these. Yeah, they're not. They don't suck completely. No, like especially no, if, if anything, GI Joe and Transformers are, are kind of like the benchmark of that. Yeah, because those have been going on to be enduring franchises, and uh, you know, especially GI Joe, like you know, Larry Hama, who wrote those things, like he used to serve in the armed forces, mm-hmm. so he wrote a lot of stuff from experience. So it was a very, uh, it was very accurate. Like it wasn't just like, hey, here's a bunch of action figures punching each other. Like it was actually like expanded upon and it was really really good so uh so they actually whoever actually who wrote this i'm trying to think if anybody in good wrote this 
Oh, Jerry Conway. Yeah. Jerry Conway, of course. Yeah. He, Mark Bagley was the artist. So, yeah, this isn't, this isn't terrible. You got no, it's not bad. And I, I would, you know, I'd definitely probably read the next one. If I found this in a, bo- in a, ba- uh, a box, I'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to track those down. So, shout out to Visionaries. Yeah. If you're into holograms in the 80s, you know, pick this up. I'm into both of those things. Oh, great. <laughs> so, this is in my wheelhouse. This is this says Sean written all over it. <laughs> and Jen. So, and Cryotech. And Cryotech. It literally. Uh, cryo, uh, uh, Sean's new name, Cryotech. Cryotech Merrick. Cryotech Merrick. I always think, when I say Cryotech, I always think of Biotech, which yeah. is... Uh, Biotech versus Godzilla, which is the Sepultura song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, Biotech! Godzilla! (laughs) (laughs) You having fun over there? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Cryotech versus Godzilla. Yeah. That's nice. So, uh, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, uh, Worst Collection Ever. Also on Twitter, I'm at Angry Hero Sean, as well as Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. Uh, email us worst collection ever at gmail.com we haven't checked in forever but yeah. whatever yeah no yeah but definitely interact with us wherever you can uh we do appreciate your listening uh please give us a five-star review on apple podcasts or rate us wherever it is that you get your podcasts we would really appreciate that so uh i think that's it right yeah, I mean, R.I.P. Vinnie Paul. R.I.P. Vinnie Paul from Pantera. From yeah. Pantera, yeah. And R.I.P. Big Van Vader. Yep. I never saw him, but I did see Pantera. Oh, I've seen, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. Back in the day. Two, thing, two things very close to my interests. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to both of those things. Those are, uh, it sucks. Yeah. But. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it for this week's show, folks. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk again soon. Bye.